Kia ora and hello. I've been asked to tell you about No Labels, the radio show for, by, and about people living with disabilities. The show offers interviews and news about the disability sector in Aotearoa, New Zealand. On Wellington's Access Radio 106.1 FM. Find us on Facebook or go to www.accessradio.org.nz. No Labels, our voice for you on Access Radio. Kia ora and welcome to this special edition of No Labels. Today our guest is someone who broadcasting is um, very very close to their heart, very passionate about, someone who's been in broadcasting themselves, and someone who is heading up changes to our broadcasting. So Minister, welcome to the show. Kia ora, Kia ora Thomas. Yeah. Um, so, it's a privilege to have a bit of a kōrero with you and to your listeners. Thank you. And if people haven't realised, this is Minister Willie Jackson we have on the show today, and we're going to be talking about the new broadcasting model that's that's out there at the moment being discussed. It's fairly widely discussed in the media, a um, whole point, whole range of different points of view. But we're going to be talking to the minister about what the new structure is going to look like, and for disabled people, you know, is there going to be you know, anything in it particularly for us? So, Minister. Welcome to the show, and sure. you've you've been around Parliament for a while. So maybe you could tell our listeners a little about how long you've been there and your links to broadcasting. Well, I've been in back in Parliament five years. I came uh, in in two thousand and seventeen um, with the uh, coalition government, Labor and New Zealand First, um, and uh, and the Greens. Um, and so uh, served uh, for, for five years as a minister, first as a minister of employment, and now I'm the minister for Māori development and minister for broadcasting. Uh, previously, I was in parliament in 1999 to 2002, where I was um, uh, an MP with the uh, Alliance Party. Uh, and uh, yeah, so there was a 15 year break, uh, Thomas. Uh, you know, 15 years in between, you know, yeah. drinks, I suppose. Can you count that as continuous service? <laughs> yeah, well, probably not. Uh, you know, yeah, 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 you know, if you're able to, you'd be able to get more super, but well, that's uh, what I was thinking. <laughs> no, no, but that was that's probably one of the longest breaks, if not the mm. longest breaks. Um, that any MPs have had. I haven't seen anyone or heard of anyone who've, who's had a 15-year break, uh, you know, between 202 and mm -hmm. 2017. So, yeah. you know, that's a long time. And, in broad, you know, I've been broadcasting for many, many years. Uh, before I came to Parliament, I first started broadcasting in 1989, uh, which is a long time ago, isn't it? It's <laughs> a long time ago. And that was on Māori Radio. I worked for Aotearoa Radio uh, and... Um, Mana Māori Media between 1989 and 1998. So I was a sports broadcaster and then I was doing politics and uh, uh, in terms of broadcasting, talk back. I was doing rugby commentaries, uh, you know, so I went overseas and covered rugby tours. And then, uh, and then in 1998-99, just before I went to Parliament, I set up Radio Wātia. So that was something that I set up with uh, John Tamahiri. Mm -hmm. um, and we we won the uh, urban Maori frequency because uh, there there are Maori stations, twenty one Maori stations. We were the first ones to get a, a urban Maori license. So Watia was set up by us. Uh, then when I came out of Parliament from two o two right through to two seventeen, I was working on Radio Watia, running it, um, 
and um, also a chairman right across Māori, Māori Broadcasting. And then I was a TV um, broadcaster and radio talkback broadcaster. I had three TV shows and uh, over that time, and uh, I was a talkback host on Radio Live for 10 years. So, yeah, you know, a, lot, a lot of background and experience, I suppose, Thomas. And so, you know, great then that you're the minister um, responsible for broadcasting. Um, not sure if you really wanted that that uh, portfolio, but, um, you know, having having a broadcast background must mean that you've got good insights into the industry. Yeah, no, I absolutely did want the portfolio. I've, I've always wanted the portfolio. I've actually only wanted two and I've got them both. So, uh, um uh, you know, so uh, I, I'm I'm very comfortable yeah. with with those two. The Maori uh, development one is really important for me because that's been my world for um, you know most of my my life in terms of advocating for our people. So it made it made sense to uh, um, take on that portfolio. But I, I've had a love of broadcasting, obviously working in the Maori broadcasting side, and then in the mainstream side when we worked uh, for ten years. Uh, with radio radio lives right. yeah so that's why it was um i was so pleased uh, that, to take over the portfolio when chris farfoy uh left so the what's being proposed this this new structure i wonder if you could tell our list, listeners a little about it um what what it, what it aims to do and um and, and i guess for our listeners some of the key things they're interested in is obviously things that from an accessibility perspective and and i must say we as um, disabled people have seen lots of positive change over the years, especially around closed captioning for television and audio description. Um, I don't know if I, if I had indicated in, in my um, notes back to you, I'm one of the trustees for ABLE, um, the um, company that does the audio description and captioning for television. And you know we've seen some really great support from government around so we're able to increase... Um, audio description and captioning, which is really great to see. But with the new model, what what's what's it going to look like? And I, and I guess it's probably a bit early days, but I know a lot of work has already been done in that space. Well, it's, it's the coming together of uh, TVNZ and RNZ. We we <laughs> think that resource wise, finance wise, it's better to invest into one entity, uh, given what's happening. Uh, on the worldwide stage, you know, you you know, we we see what's happening with the giants, you know, the Netflix, the social media mm. entities who are coming in and they're gobbling up resources, they're gobbling gobbling up all the um, uh, the funding, they're taking audience, uh, and this had a real adverse effect on uh, um, on the TVNZs, RNZs. So they, I mean, they they're still a trusted medium, but the reality is it's getting harder to. Uh, um, to access the, the type of advertising they used to, to access the type of audience that they used to. Uh, and, uh, um, you know, just in the last few years, um, uh, TVNZ and, and RNZ are no longer the most viewed or listened to mediums. You know, they used to be one and two. Now it's TV second and radio fourth uh, in, terms, in terms of audience. So, you know, the audience is sort of... Uh, this, well, not disappearing, but it's 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 getting smaller because there's so much competition out there, and um, we as a government are worrying about that. We're worrying about um, our our 
public entity. We want to have a trusted public entity that all New Zealanders can can hook into. And on top of that, you've got, uh, as you know, Thomas, you know, within the social media area, you've got a different uh, uh, groups or different di different setups coming in with different messages, different ideas, uh, and capturing a lot of the young young people, and uh, uh, and they're not even they're not even hooked into to what the public media entity is. So it's a, a worry, and, and and we think a danger because you also see a, a a real, in our view, misinformation campaign going on. Mm. You know, and you you know anyone and you know a lot of them start believing some of the misinformation going out there. And so you see the rise of the anti-vax brigades and the anti-system um, setups, and, you know, you just can't say anything or do anything. So Labour has been committed to this type of trusted public entity for the last uh, last three years. And so Minister Farfoy, Chris started it, uh, started the, the, the announcement a couple of years back when he said that the best way forward for us where we can uh, have a strategy of uh, uh, bring uh, having have a strategy of bringing the best of together is to pull TVNZ and, and RNZ together to have a, a national public entity along the lines of a say a BBC or yeah. a, a ABC. Okay. You know, uh, we also want an entity that that appeals to everyone. With respect to our TVNZ and RNZ, or although they have some good audiences, they have limited audiences, if you know what I'm saying, you know? Yeah. And so what we want to see is more diversity. We want to see more young people. We want to see, and that might be real tough. We want to see more Māori. We want to see more Pacifica listening and watching. We want to see uh, in and, and hear from disabled people. They, they, they probably feel very alienated within the current system right now and 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 i know that that's a challenge of course because uh, it's a challenge uh, in terms of a, a disabled people right across the spectrum in terms of us providing the right support we're trying really hard you've seen minister cipolloni and now minister williams really going out on, on a limb here to to support our our disabled uh, um, people so it's not just in the broadcasting uh, area where we have to step up. It's right across society. Um, so we're trying to provide for uh, the disabled community within our charter, which is quite general. Uh, but 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 uh, but the, the reality is, uh, and not, there's an acknowledgement that we have to look after everyone. It's not just about one group of people. It has to be about Pacifica, Maori, uh, uh, immigrants who come in, and disabled. Now, how we get to that disabled group I think is the challenge so it's alright to have it in the charter but what else are we going to do and I, I think that uh, the select committee at the moment is looking at our statutory uh, obligations uh, and what we and you know how can we actually provide more for disabled people uh, we're listening to submissions we've got a, a really good submission from Abel I don't know if you, you saw that one who's doing really good yep. work to ensure deaf and blind audiences are able to enjoy media across the whole sector through funding for captioning and audio description, funded through New Zealand On Air. Maybe we have to ramp up that area and put some priority funding into that, that side of things, Thomas. You know, there's no doubt that we've got a quite a way to go, but the first part of it is acknowledge, um, accept that there's a real need out there. Then what are we going to do? It may be that we have to uh, um, hire people like yourself, Thomas, to, uh, um, to, to help us out. Um, I mean, the reality is... It's not it's not 
in my, you know, I don't have the capacity uh, to make that change. I have the capacity to to give some advice, but mm -hmm. uh, the, this responsibility will fall on the board and executive when it is created. They'll work on the strategy and operating model of the ANZPM. Um, which is currently being overseen by the establishment board. So um, hear what you're saying, acknowledge the challenges, um, but I think it could be an exciting uh, entity for all New Zealanders. I think so. I mean, I've been, I've been around for, for a number of years and the changes just in, in radio, for example, I mean, who would have thought listening to national radio, you would hear something from you know, Led Zeppelin? Um, you, know, you wouldn't have heard that you know, 10, 15 years ago yeah. or from one of the Maori concert parties you wouldn't have heard that being played at prime time on, on national radio um, and it's so great to see so much change happening with, in radio and I guess the challenge will probably be with more streaming um, options for television and making sure that those are going to be accessible for everyone and I th think that will be certainly a challenge and I know within the disability community um, sometimes it's not about the accessibility it's actually about the availability um, you know having the, the funds to purchase whatever devices or even just being able to afford the internet um, and I think we see that with a lot of communities these days that the dollar just doesn't doesn't um, that's one of the, the luxuries. So the internet um, is something that doesn't get funded out of the weekly pocket. Um, so is there still opportunity for people to have input into um, the new entity? Well, I think our select committee process is finished now, isn't right. it? So, um, you know, we, was open, we had it open for a, a month or so, yes. I think. And, yeah. uh, I mean, I think there, my, my view is there'll always be opportunity because mm -hmm. um, um, the you know we've got an establishment board going, and then there'll be another. The, the we're, we're appointing the, the the some of the members of the new board over the next uh, next few weeks. Um, hopefully, hopefully we'll get most of them up before Christmas. My view is that I think you'll always have an opportunity when you have um, members uh, uh, who who are well known uh, to the public. Those members, in my view, need to be just like myself, accessible, open to ideas. So I, I, I think in its uh, early stages, there'll 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 always be an opportunity. Tracy Martin is our uh, former minister of uh, and former member of New Zealand First. She's our establishment chair. So you know we we have no problems providing her. Um, uh, giving out information or, or in terms of her addresses because, uh, she, you know, we must be open to ideas, you know. So uh, although your best chance was through select committee, I yeah. think uh, uh, the establishment committee is always open to ideas. We're going to take some of the suggestions that came through um, select committee very, very seriously. Uh, you know, and there were there were some criticisms about, about the editorial side of things, uh, about us being too prescriptive. Uh, then, then not being too prescriptive. I mean, we went both ways. Uh, there's, you know, there's a lot of talk right now about the the funding and resourcing side, and uh, the, you know, we have an opposition who uh, are opposed to us um, investing in this. But we believe this is something that will help in terms of our national identity. And mm. you know, you, we invest in health, we invest in education. Why shouldn't we invest in broadcasting? You know. Uh, they, they seem to think everything's fine. We don't. We know it's a very much a changing world. And if we don't try and be proactive, then uh, 
then what? What what next? Are we just going to leave it to the market? Yeah, you know? and I think we've we've seen lots of examples where things have been left to the market. Yeah, and quite often it's the um, minority groups, it's the um, older people, it's um, you know Maori, it's Pacific Island, it's disabled people who end up being left behind. And so you know, um, I for one certainly applaud what what the government's doing around this because I think we do need a quality broadcaster and one that is accountable back to um, the community. No, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, what are the what are the timeframes moving forward? And and I won't hold you because I know you've got to move on. So, but but what are the timeframes moving forward now? Well, it's pretty uh, quick, uh, Thomas. We've you know where are we? November. It's uh, as I said, we're hoping to get uh, um, most of the board up before Christmas. If, if, mm-hmm. if we, it is before Christmas, eh? we're hoping to get most of the board set up by Christmas, and then uh, we we're aiming for a March the first start. Actually, Thomas, believe it right. or not. And then wow. to be oper- then to be operational by July the first. So yeah. you know it's uh, so people are going. Oh, what are we going to see? What are we going to hear? Yeah. Well, the, the board will focus in. I think on um, we think you know three or four areas perhaps where mm-hmm. where the public because I think the public have to see something different. Have yeah. to see something new. Uh, you know what what uh, what is something different to to what they're seeing right now? See right now the. To be fair, and with respect, there's a heck of an emphasis on reality programs, and uh, you know, you know, and I, I do. I turn the TV off then. <laughs> sure. Well, well, how about something a little bit different? Uh, you know, maybe in a Maori sense, maybe in a young people sense, maybe in a disabled sense. You know, how about something a a, a bit different? A, 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 you know, something that really shows us off as Aotearoa, as, as New Zealand, because that's the drive behind this, is identity is the drive, Thomas. So mm. uh, we're, yeah, well, that's what we're hoping we might see uh, once it uh, properly starts on July the 1st. And great New Zealand content, because I think yes. you know, we, we have some great actors, we have some great scenery, yeah. um, and why not show it off to the rest of the world? Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That that's the key. That's the challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, I think it's a, it can be an exciting time. There's a bit of noise, but it's not too bad. Most of yeah. our most of our people who came through select committee supported us, mm-hmm. um, but but they want to see a few changes. So yeah. we'll um we'll uh, um we'll be looking at that over the next few weeks. Great. Well, Minister, look, thank you so much for your time today, and um, we look forward to catching up and hearing more about. Um, the new model and the new launch come 1st of July. We'll all be glued to the radio and TV. And um, But thank you so much for your time. Kia ora. Thank you. Thank you very much, Thomas. Ngā mihi kia koe. Kia koutou e whakarongo maina. Tēnei te mihi kia koutou tēnā. Koutou katoa. Kia ora. Kia ora.